another blessed week, man. Thank God for this week. Um, if you're listening, man, go ahead. Thank God for me. Thank him that he woke you up this morning. Thank we're not him a that, religious. We're not like a thank Christian him podcast. that you know he allowed you to to turn on this podcast and tune in for another week, man. We appreciate y'all. Go uh, give us a follow on um, Instagram on her pie. Uh, we'll give us a follow on the Twitter on her on her pod one. About time, I think it's about time. Back then, waiting to buy by. Now I turn this for my time. I think about us. Chilling on the uh, yeah. Everything was perfect. All the small things about being broke. I never got to notice. I took everything for granted when the moment was slow motion. Got into a fender bender. Whip so broken it would total. Now this sound like I don't appreciate what they pay me. But all the days in the basement, we trying to recreate it. Was I in a freaky lady from my high school? Now she on. She looking at how it glow. 50 50 she gone. I'll say it here, man. I've been, a, I've been a fan of Cyber for a little while now. Since like 2015, 2016. I love her, man. I thought this was. You know, it's just refreshing, man. It's just refreshing getting the artist that's. That's really just unique and tapped in with his own sound, and you know, he he, he stays true to his identity and, and, and what he wants to offer up to the world with, with each of his projects. You know, um, this album was no different. Um, I just I just like what do I like most about it? I just like the the authenticity, man. Um, he he stuck to his sound, which is which is a deviation from kind of. The trap sound that has permeated, you know, hip hop music over the last, you know, five or six years, and the nigga writing a pitchfork review. I'm weak. That shit turned into it was a, a box article so quickly. <laughs> um, let me pull up that track list, but you know, he bought a lot of unique and uh, underrated features that you don't expect Herbo. to see typically. On a, G Herbo um, definitely had the trap sound on there. I was all right. That was that. one feature, but he bought, you know. The features that you don't typically the world expect know he's to a see fan now. <laughs> on a hip-hop project. <laughs> uh, we had features from the likes of Crazy Bone, Smino and Black, Mariba, Pivot Game, you know, We need, uh, we need a Smino and Saba collab project already. I feel like that should have yeah, been facts. a collab project. Definitely overdue. Yeah, I would love that, but, man, I, I'm, I'm impressed. I have nothing but great things to say about this project. It's just a refreshing, crisp listen. Saba... His bars, um, his artistry is, is, is one of a kind. Um, very appreciative of it. It felt and a little bit more melodic than the oh, are you done? My no, I'm not done yet. And yeah, he definitely good point though. He brought he, he brought the melodies. That was something I was gonna say, just with his artistry. He just he brings a lot to the table and in a way of flows and and uh content. But also just, you know, his ability to kind of flow and, and ebb and flow with a track <laughs> and kind of, you know, match the vibe and the energy and the essence. And it's something you can appreciate and get behind. So if you if you like good, real music, you know, feel good music, um, go to one in, man. I, I definitely, definitely recommend this project. Yeah, it's just more, it felt more melodic than the last project. More, last project definitely felt like more rap. Um, just more drums, hard hitting drums and stuff. But I like the fact that it was more like acoustic, uh, natural sounding. I guess yeah, this project, Lots of guitars and shit, guitars and harps and soft drums and just percussions and hats, different types of hats. Like it was a good project, real jazzy. Like I'm gonna have to wait one more, just wait till like one Sunday. I have like light of incense and like you know, tw- like uh, what's the little window blinds? You know, hit them. The sun just creep in just enough on a Sunday. Maybe clean the room, play the saba. 
but I feel like I'm not really gonna get the full grasp of the album until that happens. Cause honestly, through first listen, I liked it, but it didn't hit the the way that Care for Me did. Like Care for Me was like a top three album for me that year, um, which might have been the reason that this didn't hit the same. But yeah, I would definitely say he's two for two in the in the in the last in the last two. What's different between this project and the Corday project that dropped? What makes you guys appreciate this project so much and not that's, like Corday's last project? That's didn't feel I like listened, it was No, this isn't this isn't a diss, this isn't anything. I, I heard both. I I mean I heard this project and I thought this is like very similar to that Corday project, but it's like a, it's something in there that's no. like a slight separation that like makes this project something you want to brag about to friends and the Corday project something you don't ever play again. I think I think the difference is Saab is just so secure in his sound and his identity where it sounds just it's it's so that's why I brought that word up authentic. It's just so, you know, flawless and and so intentional. Um and it's not preachy. I feel like Corday can get a little preachy and he that's, can get I, a little I, I thought you were going to say that too, but this album is preachy at, at times. There's a bunch of That's preachy moments it's on this album. Preachy. Saba is definitely preachy at times. I feel I see what Taj is saying, but I definitely also see what Chance is saying because it definitely does have like just a little, just a little sliver of authenticity that you get where it doesn't feel like it was made like in a st- industry studio with like writers and stuff like that. I don't know. I think it's the melody like, is saving them. I, I don't, know, I don't know which one of y'all mentioned it, but I think the melodies throughout the album is what's kind of saving Saba from getting that preachy label that Corday gets. I think the fact that it's so melodic and it flows so like perfectly from like the first track to the last track that you can get lost in the melody. You don't even really notice that he's preaching to you unless you're really paying attention. I think that's kind of what's saving him from that label. Also, Sometimes I be feeling like those interludes be like... I feel like the songs be sounding like the interludes sometimes, and the interludes be sound- like you know what I'm talking about. It's like sometimes the songs they all just mesh when it's like the melodic shit. I don't know, like yeah. when it's the melodic preachy shit. It, it sometimes just sounds like one long interlude, and you're right because you get to the end of it and you're like, damn, I didn't realize what just happened in the last three minutes. Also, like Corday, he just feels like a rapidy rapper. Like I rap like this because like, that's I'm a fact. To, I'm trying to I'm trying to prove to y'all that like. You know, I can I rap have all these different flows and that's a f- and <laughs> so different true. cadences, and I can do this and that. But it just come off as like, like nigga, this was on um, what that Disney movie was called with, with everybody hates Chris. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, let it shine, let or some it shit shine. like that. Yeah. I think it was Let Shout It Shine. Out Coco Jones. That's yeah. what Corday sound like. Corday sound like if Disney was creating their their prototypical rapper, that would be Corday. Not 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 to shit. Obviously, he's not. You know that vanilla or basic, but that's kind of you, you kind of get the idea that I'm getting at. Whereas Saba, it feels more just, it just feels more effortless. Like I'm not rapping this way to prove to y'all I could rap. I'm rapping this way because, like, it fit the message. Like when he rapping with us with, with speed. Like if you if you ever listen to his music, like a lot of time the cadences and the and the um. And kind of the flows he'll use kind of go with the message. Like, if he's saying something that's really urgent and it's just like, you know, I got a lot to get off my chest. I'm running out of breath. He'll use that fast, like, snap, 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 flow. And it just feel like, damn, you know, like, this really, you know, uh, 
is reflective of the message and and what you're trying to convey here whereas opposed to a corday he'll just use the fast snippety snappity flow just to be like i can rap the whole time he just talking about his tennis girlfriend and All right so basically what you're saying is saba <laughs> doesn't try hard to be cool corday is trying a little too hard yeah exactly exactly okay okay good point i think that i think that actually does summarize how i was feeling and why i couldn't distinguish why one was in one light and other was in another light all right was this your favorite project of the week yes or no Ab- absolutely no what was your favorite project of the week vance I don't even know, but it wasn't the Saba. Um. All right, while Vance thinks about his favorite project of the week, I'll, I'll talk about quick shout-out that's review of my favorite projects. I couldn't differentiate, but Pink Sweats and Adekunle Gold both drop projects. Adekunle Gold is kind of in that like, Afrobeat range. Great project. Pink Sweats, I think mostly everybody, probably everybody who listens to this po- podcast knows about Pink Sweats. He's like an R&B artist. His last project... Like, it was cool. Like, you could see the potential, but he was kind of corny at times. Facts. That's why I haven't listened this to This one, he since. definitely, like, knocked the corniness off by, like, 90%. Like, there's still some corniness scattered throughout, but it's not so corny to the point where you don't want to listen. Like, it's much more, like, talent. The talent to corny ratio got way better on this project, and it was a good project. Uh, I like Pink Sweats. Let's see. What was the, my favorite features? I think Black was on this one, too. Yeah, Black was on the second track. Uh, even Blast, who we, I think I shared it on last project. He had a good feature. Uh, yeah, shout out Pink Sweats. Uh, Pink Moon was the name of the project. Then Adekunle Gold had uh, Catch Me If You Can. He had features from Fouché. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Fouché is everywhere. Yeah, she's also I everywhere. Love it. Just like Black. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Lucky Day, Stefflon Don, DeVito. Hard project, great project. Um, I guess it didn't come out last week or this week, but Icy Twat dropped a project. Oh shit! It was hard. That's off the off the leash, nigga, huh? I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's went crazy, right? <clears throat> so yeah, there's just some bangers on there, just straight bangers. It's like makes it feel like 2016 again. But yeah, yeah I, I was mainly just diving into that. On the on the Icy week. Twat lane. How'd you guys like the Young KO project? I don't know if I'm a hater, if I'm just become getting old or what. Like, I don't know if... I fuck with KO because of the young kids. He does sound effortless when he's doing this shit sometimes, but it also isn't good because sometimes you need the effort with the production that he's going over, you know? like he'll, It's almost like if you put Babyface Ray on like a rage beat, it's like, no, you need, like, energy. You can't have, like, a cool-ass nigga rapping on some, like, Cardi-type beat. And I feel like that's kind of the vibes I'm getting from some of the songs on the KO Project. But I think the songs where you do get the energy, like, um, the Yeet song featuring Yeet, uh, like, I think that one was just a good display of, like, it wasn't even a crazy, crazy song, groundbreaking song or anything, but it was a good display of, like, okay, he has, he's capable of bringing energy to a track, and um like really bouncing that energy off with another artist and making a decent song so yeah i don't know i'm kind of iffy on the project it might have to grow on me but the production's cool it's definitely emblematic of the new sound i'm on the same wave as you i think um 
Young Kale signed to YSL, so I like was interested. I think you or it was another friend of mine put me on a, a while ago, and I saw a whole bunch of people who like like that sound posting about them, and just listening to them, it was like I can't force myself to like it. Like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> like, I just felt like if I was forcing myself to like it, I'd be like the old nigga trying to be like cool, even <laughs> though we don't I'm fuck saying. with this shit. And it's like it's not that he's bad. He's not bad at all. I just think like kind of what Vance said. He hasn't found his sound, so he's like just kind of going with the sound that's hot, and like you could tell that his sound alone is good, and the sound that's hot right now is good. But though that doesn't mean those two go together, and that's kind of what this project is. But it'll be interesting to see. He's only seventeen, so I'm sure he'll yeah, figure it out. As hell, super All young. Right. Let's see. Last project, Two Chains, Dope Don't Sell Itself. You guys listen. I did not, and I'm actually kind of upset. The fact that I haven't, I didn't run to the Two Chains project because Two Chains is really one of my favorite rappers of all time. To That's be honest, insane. I think you should avoid this project if Two Chains is one of your favorite yeah, rappers facts. of all time. It might, it might change your. I don't think it's going to change your outlook, but is you might push Two Chains to the same opinion you have with Kanye. Of I don't want any more albums from Kanye, just A and R. Cause Look, that's, I mean, that's how I felt. That's how I felt exactly. about Two Chains since like probably the Holly Grove album with Wayne. Um. Well, unless the Pink Project with Four Good Drink and all that came after, whatever. Regardless, I think Two Chains just has some classic, if not classic projects, at least some classic songs. Definitely some classic records. So all all the high points on this project, all the all the good moments, are features. Ah, I listen to this project. You hate to hear solely that. for features. I don't hate Two Chains, but you're 45, bro. He's 45. At some point, yeah, he's I don't know old. if that's true, but this nigga yeah, no, no. old. <laughs> the nigga said it with such conviction. I just took it as fact. I mean, he got to be at least 42. Let me see. Two chains. He is definitely at least in his 40s. That's what I'm saying. He's 44. Like, yeah, he's 44. Damn, nigga, you are guess. 44. You are 45, nigga. I'm calling you 45. Your name is Tashid Epps. <laughs> like, Tashid Epps. You can't be named Tashid You 45 years old, brother. I'm sick of hearing. I don't want. I don't care. That you're selling crack no more. I never smoked crack, never did cocaine. Oh, no, nah, you didn't even criticize Never have. you want to criticize Never will. It's just that 2 chains. I'm not even criticizing him. It's just like, who is he making music for at this point? No, it's, I know it's, a few niggas that do rock with... I do, I do know a few niggas who rock with the 2 chains, but it's just like, who is rocking with the 2 chains? <laughs> like, the 45-year-old warehouse worker? Like, like the nigga in the Amazon stock warehouse, he like in his you know early th- late thirties, early forties. Like who is rocking with? Two I think that's kind of the base, yeah. Like, who is this nigga making music for? Like the young boy feature was hot. Like my thirty, not, the little baby feature was hot. Even Roddy Rich, somebody who we were shitting on, his feature wasn't necessarily hot, but it did add a different dimension to the track. I like him on the hooks, but two chains is just like when this nigga turned off. Like I think a little trigger in my brain. It just like it just switched on. And it just like <laughs> y'all ever seen SpongeBob? Y'all seen the episode where it's like <laughs> I think niggas got like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy belt, and they look they like switch they turn on the switch or something, and then like when they turn on the switch, niggas just go dumb, like they they just be like, Duh. <laughs> yeah. like whenever Two Chains oh, start yeah, talking, oh, yeah, that's yeah. my brain, like my brain just going to like that mode, <laughs> like because Two Chains is like notoriously smart. <laughs> Yeah, for real. I'm not saying he's stupid. It's just like I don't want to hear what you got to say, nigga. Like maybe not at this point. Like I, I don't want to hear what your old ass got to talk about. I subscribe to Chance's theory that at a certain point you run out of things to rap about. But I don't think Two Chains makes music for the 
thirty year old warehouse worker. I think two chains. I'm gonna I paint a 40. picture for who I think two chains makes music for. The prettiest girl in high school, who in 2012. This is 2011. She's the prettiest girl in high school. Has a kid. She's off the streets. She's she's with her kid now. Has another kid. She's off the streets again. She's finally hitting the streets now. Back 2022. <laughs> she's trying to tap in, get back into the club music. She's playing this two chains like. That's what that's Hell what the, nah. that's what the sound of the album is. He tapped in with money bag, so. yo. For I probably so. that's probably the worst. Like I'm trying to tap into a female audience song I've heard in a minute, but worse like, than the Babyface Ray Honey Bag. That yo. was exactly what I was thinking of. Like not, it's worse <laughs> than you a bad bitch, bad bitch get allowance. Like oh my god, <laughs> I, I don't know why two chances. That's what I thought Chance was about to say. Like you're 45 years old. Why are you chasing a club record? I don't know why two chances chasing club records. At forty five, that's what I'm saying. Like, like nigga, you forty five. Like nigga, you give us some life advice. You still rapping about cocaine and shit. Like niggas is niggas have grown out of this phase. Like this nigga got a family now. The nigga that was that you rapping to that was cooking coke and cracking shit in the fucking early two thousands. Like that nigga has a family. Like that nigga trying to send his daughter to college. Like you was kind of getting at that on your on your on. Your, I think it was the last project uh, with, with Ariana Grande. You know what I'm talking about? You know the project I'm talking about. Rapper go to the lead. Rapper go to the lead. That wasn't so bad. Like you had some substance. You was rapping about something, and then you get back to this crack bullshit. Like nigga, I got push a T for that. I don't want to hear your old ass talking about dope no more. I'm sick of it. Grow up, nigga. Like same thing with future. I'm not even gonna get on him, but nigga, you're 40, nigga. Like please. Features were great though. I just find it. I just find it crazy that I'm like he's a Wayne fan. So mad at these other artists, like Wayne like too, nigga. I don't listen field. to funeral and shit. Wayne, oh, okay, there cut them go. dreads off, nigga, and go into retirement, nigga. Like, yeah, it's nasty. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick of this shit. I don't want, but at least Wayne ain't rapping on the bullshit. He he rapping on Wayne shit, and he could still rap. But like two chains is just like two chains just be talking. Like nigga, I don't want to hear what you gotta say, nigga. Like I'm not listening. <laughs> Basically. Features are great though. Uh, Roddy Rich, even though he went, we'll talk about him more later. Even though he went to hiding this week, great feature. Uh, Lil Baby, I think he's also having a resurgence in my opinion. Don't forget uh, great young feature. Boy. Young boy, I was saving the best for last. Stove Guy Cooks, great feature. The Young Boy, Young Boy feature special. It was like, it was like. It's like what those like movies depict of like when the teacher goes into a class and the whole class is like throwing paper around the classroom and you got the one nigga with his head in the books like answering all the questions. That's what it feels like with young boy. How I feel like with young boy, like somebody saved this man. Like <laughs> the potential is insane. Somebody get him out the streets. Like this nigga is incredible, but that's it. That's how I felt listening to that feature. Um Interesting. the whole project. I'll listen for that one one feature then. <sighs> all right. Two chains wrap up. I'll do it unheard. Uh, shout out to Vance's friend. I think this is your friend, Nick. He posted about this album by Beam. I went to listen to the album. Really good album. Uh, I'll play the track with Chances Guy, Vori, thirty and thirty milligrams. Yeah, yeah. Mama sugar low when the bills high, she need a new place. That's why I'm popping these thirty mg's every day. I want a few horses in the race. I wanna get my pop the new order with the big 
every day. They callin' narcotics, and I call it the shit from the comics. When I pop on, I feel like I'm on it. When I pop too, I feel like I'm Sonic. Running let's beep beep on the street. Fantasy turn the movie a hobby. The NBA trade deadline is February 10th, so in honor of the trade deadline, I thought fun little, fun little, what's the, what's the word, connector? I don't know, <laughs> think of a synonym for connector. A fun way to connect music and sports would be like this. Um, do an unheard trade deadline block. So we're going to play a game called Music Trade Deadline. The prompt is, if you trade an artist for an artist from a label, feature, collab, what's your trade? One example would be, let's say I trade Jay-Z from Watch the Throne and I trade him for Lil Wayne. But you can't just trade him for Lil Wayne. You also have to trade Jay-Z in Lil Wayne's space, place from that Young Money era. So that's basically how it works. And your options are limitless, whatever you want. We'll each make a trade. Then the other two who aren't involved in the trade will give us a grade on that trade. How fun it is. How good it is. Who wants to go first? Hmm. Me? Yeah, go ahead Vince? if you have an idea. All right. Here's my idea. And I want you guys to follow where I'm going. I... No, let me. I'm gonna frame it as a Walsh tweet. <laughs> YSL has traded the rights of Gunna to 4PF for Lil Baby. Sources confirm to Taj Mayfield. I want to trade Gunna. I want Gunna and Lil Baby to take switch places. I want Lil Baby to be Young Thug's protege, and I want Gunna to run his own label, his own. Autonomous thing under inside QC. I think if you come off Migos, probably the most innovative flow, innovative little run of a minute, and then you go into Gunna, the best flow in the world right now. I think that's an insane flow streak. I think QC becomes like kind of the flow, like raps Motown in terms of flow. Mm. <laughs> I, I want I think Gunna I think Gunna I think Oh it's perfect man Flowtown I think Gunna <laughs> Would do a better job Of running his own No disrespect to Baby's got Rilo Rodriguez He's got a decent little label I think Gunna's label Would be interesting to watch It'll be a fresh label We'll probably find Some interesting gems I want to see what a Gunna label Would be And I think Lil Baby As the protege of Young Thug Is just a natural fit Young Thug was the one Who actually found him I don't think Lil Baby's career would be that much different, but I think it would just I'm be a board. good trade, a win-win. For P-F. Look at that. See? The P would literally, the P would fit better. I want to see, um, I want to see, I guess I'm not good at this because I don't really have a concrete thought. But I guess I want to see Young Boy on like a CMG in exchange for like, mm, I don't know. But I want Young Boy on like a on a street label. I don't want him on a Atlantic. I would love to see how how Young Boy thrives, 
even if you like if it kind of low bros him and puts him at like level with like 42 Doug it's like yeah make him compete again and then just let this nigga young boy blow them out the water and like really rise to the top but how do you how do you feel about my uh counter my counter trade offers how do you feel about my counter trade offer we trade uh, who's on uh we trade Pooh Shiesty for NBA young boy put NBA young boy in 1017 under Gucci I think Gucci and young boy I think that's I think they have pretty equal careers in terms of just insane impact. They probably will never get the mainstream attention, but like the ones who know, know. I think Gucci can, if anybody can get to Young Boy in terms of like, nigga, you're fucking up like the money, <laughs> and also let Young Boy be who he is. I think it'll be Gucci in 1017. Man, put and Young Boy on man. is a hit maker. I think he fits Atlantic better than Young Boy. I put four PF on. Put put Young Boy on four PF with some motherfuckers who know how to manage, and 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 direct a career. So that's your what's your trade, Chen? And let's see what's happening. That's my trade. Young you boy traded nobody. I don't even want. I don't even want trade, nigga. I'm about to. Move. I'm finna pull up Bill O'Brien, Texas, nigga. I'm giving y'all Young Boy. I don't even want nothing in return. <laughs> young boy for two four PF chains. <laughs> young Boy for two four PF chains. Facts. I like my trade offer, but I also like the trade offer Vance and I collabed on. I think that'd be a fun trade offer. Yeah, I want to see Young Boy in a different environment. All right, another. I also think came up with this segment more collaboration based. We're gonna play the role of general manager, or just music manager, I guess. So we're gonna rebuild dash manage some guys or situations or labels. With one of us being the GM, the other one of us being an assistant GM, and the other one just rating the move. Who wants who wants to play the role of GM first? Let me play GM first, man. All right, Vance, you're tasked with managing the comeback of Roddy Rich. I know this is a topic, artist, very dear to your heart. You basically were with him from day one. <laughs> Take it away. Tell me how you would get Roddy Rich back. To the Roddy Rich of 2019. <clears throat> I would get Roddy in the studio with some hashtag real music makers. I would get him in there with the Quincy Joneses, with some James Blakes, with some Metros. Nigga, why, nigga? You wasting re- you wasting label resources, nigga. Oh yeah, F, context, F grade, context, nigga. context. Chance is I forgot Vance's I have to work with this GM, nigga. Yeah. Oh my god, Chance is Vance's assistant GM in his. Um, situation. We're not wasting no money on that nigga. We need to get Roddy in a room with some fucking rioters because them lyrics be shits. I mean, yeah, we can Fuck get the with Quincy Jones, nigga. Let's get him some lyrics first. The issue is the production for me. I feel like if you get him the production and lean him more towards melodic shit and give his, keep his head more towards melodic shit, he won't even be tempted to just do the generic rap lyric shit. I feel like the whole album just screamed generic rap lyrics. So, like, if I feel like if you can just kind of try and make the album as non-generic as possible the next one then while still you know playing to roddy's highs and strengths then i think that's really the goal so i would get him in there with some choirs get him in there with some live instrumentalists you know maybe even like an alchemist can i get him on an alchemist beat but like a different type of alchemist beat not some grungy shit but one go of hard, more yeah. beautiful joints when yeah, he got together with yeah on that on that uh, on that Donda, yeah, I would put him on Donda. That too. was his best moment. 
This is another part that you guys have to navigate as GM. What's what's this? He can't just come right back out with a project, can he? Are you guys feature run? How are you guys getting Roddy back into? Are you easing him back into the spotlight? Or are you just throwing him back with a project? I mean, after what he did last time, I He's think what we need to do in. is he, he just needs need to, to go. Back. We just need the big bro go ghost for like eight months. No, that's what fucked him up last time. We need to make bro go ghost. He's so that way the whole world forget about him. And then we're going to make the whole world forget about him. And, not... him. and then what we're going to do is we just going we gonna to start looking, throwing some little snippets. We gonna Why do I have to have Chance as my assistant GM? Or some just... little, or some niggas to just post him. He's just going to be in the studio with just accounts. different niggas. This is going to be black and white pictures of him in the studio with different niggas. It's not going to be posted to official. It's not going to be posted to his official page, though. It's going to be like all the little leak pages going to have to post it and be like, I wonder what Roddy up to. Like, we ain't seen this nigga in forever. Like, he just left. He left off of that, like, thing. But it's like, no, it's like, basically, it's the sports version of rehabbing. Like, Roddy been rehabbing. And now he, like, you know, he got some elite trainers. He back in the studio. And it's just like, man, we going to see what's happening. Is this the, is this the uh, I, I situation so. you guys are? This is the roadmap you guys are This is not submitting? the roadmap. Okay. He's going. He's going on an. He's going on an R and B feature run. I'm putting him on this as a project. I'm putting him on any project I can find with a female vocalist, and I'm letting him win the women back first. From My there, is, do they want him the on a project though? Nigga, do don't matter. Nigga, they don't know what they want. People, listeners don't know what they want. That's the first rule of music. Do the artists want him there though? Nigga, that don't matter. I think Roddy a cool nigga. I see a lot of people feature Roddy. All right, so Vance, as the GM, this is this is your official roadmap to get Roddy back. R and B feature rollout. R and B feature rollout. And then we're and dropping then a calm tape with some calm tape. But with it's more Alchemist production. Awesome, a little Alchemist production, maybe some Quincy Jones strings, you know. But no like trappity trap. None of that. Maybe get mustard back on the back in the mix. I'm thinking like beach, like beach, like island, like really rich rich sounding music all right as the as the reviewer the third party who looks from the outside and reviews this roadmap i have to give vance's submission a b plus i think i like the idea of the r&b it kind of gets him out of the rap space where it's like it's not good for roddy right now those streets aren't safe for roddy it's not those streets are not safe <laughs> It gets him out. He comes back with Alchemist while also coming back with Mustard. So it's like he's trying new, but he's also trying things he worked with. I like that. The only reason it's not an A is because Vance mentioned um, Rich Sounds and Beach. I don't know if people want that from Roddy. I think people want mm. a little more humble, a little more gritty like that. I think they want gritty from Roddy. I would have let nigga go ghost personally and then just come back I, with a vengeance. I would have given, you given your roadmap a C chance. Your roadmap would have gotten a C from, I would let bro go ghost. Like n- niggas don't care niggas about Roddy. Like, I don't want to see Roddy as artist. <laughs> Roddy, after that shit you pulled with this last project, bro, you just need to go away and hide for a little bit. Go rehab, go get right. You heard me. And then we right, gonna, ch- we gonna we, you get the chance to be the you get the chance right, to submit your own roadmap right now with Vance ahead, to be your assistant GM. Now Chance is playing the role of GM. Vance is his assistant GM. They're managing the end of the hiatus dash. Ascension of Brent Fires. You're taking over as general manager of Brent Fires' career at this moment in time. What's your roadmap to the next album? So, we came off the last project, Hot. 
solo, no features. It did numbers, critically acclaimed. The people was loving it. We dropped Mercedes. I mean, we dropped a few singles. Dead Man Walking, Mercedes. Typical Brent Fayez shit. Solo, dolo. Um, repressed. Minimal percussion. And it's just him doing his thing. And now I think that... Wait, wait, wait. You guys also went with the um, Drake cheat code. That kind of... Nah, it flopped. That flopped. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm so just, that's I, obviously... I want you to address that, yeah. That's clearly not the formula. What I think we do is, though, first thing I would do is, I think before we even release a Brent project, I think we we start, we start, what was my idea with Roddy? Like, we got little pictures, <laughs> little edgy pictures, black and white pictures. He in the studio. Nigga addicted to black and white. Nigga really think black and white, the perfect roll up. <laughs> like I said, studio pictures, black and white filter. Yo. We're good. <laughs> Bro is not bro is, No, it's the film. It's the film. But bro is not solo this time. He's with uh he's, what them niggas name is? D Pat. He's with he's with the Sonder, the the producers, the Sonder producers. So my my theory is in about mid March we drop a Sonder tape. Little Sonder EP, maybe seven songs, hold the folks over, get them excited, and we stay with that traditional Brent sound, right? We get that to the people. Right, and get that to the people, and then boom. After we get it to the people, we go ghost again. <laughs> right, we go ghost. October, like, like I'm gonna say, August the worst label head of all going time. <laughs> August, niggas just shelving his artists. This is just no, not, I'm not promoting your artists. No, cause real ones know, like it's that low key sound. Like niggas just gonna get it, and they gonna be excited. They gonna be nigga, like, damn, what's next? Frank like Ocean. I wonder what he got cooking up. But listen, that's y'all ain't let me finish though. We gonna make sure that we mention that. This just for the hold of. We're going we gonna to do a little cheesy tweet. Like, this just to hold y'all over. Like, so album, how long, how long, album how long do you, works. How long do you plan on your artist going ghost after the Sonder tape? Hmm? How long do you plan on the ghost period after the Sonder tape? That's what tape? I'm saying. So, after Sonder tape dropping about March, come about late late summer, you're going to start seeing him in the studio. We're going to have him in <laughs> doing collabs with the likes of Scissors. We're going to have him in the studio with some female artists. So, R&B from March artists, to July, you don't see him right? at all, though. We gonna we gonna start throwing in some 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 exotic producers in there. Like we gonna we gonna sprinkle in a little producer that you don't typically see him work with. Maybe somebody who known for some drums since he not known for that. And we gonna have the people spinning. They gonna be like, damn, like this nigga. I, I just saw this nigga in the studio with with SZA. Like Rihanna was in there. She was jamming. Like and they don't know that she wasn't actually making no music or nothing. She was just chilling, vibing. <laughs> but she not actually part of it. But the people like, oh, I don't know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? But whole time like we got him cooking and then we finally gonna come in we gonna say all right boom we're gonna drop the album late october right halloween time and we just got the vibes like we got more features on there people you don't typically see him work with different sounds we're gonna have drums and that's gonna be the thing man people just gonna be like damn like i didn't expect this this is gonna be the official debut project like the official release with the features all the bells and whistles, the whole nine. Yeah. Vance, as as assistant GM, you have any words for your? Yeah, GM? I just would shorten the timeline. I think the Sonder tape is unnecessary. I would just, I'm cool with going ghost right now. Like starting from right now, Brent goes quiet until June, and then maybe we get a single, but like a real single, like featuring SZA, like featuring 
Summer featuring Rihanna. And that really lets you know, like, okay, this nigga is really about to drop a real, real project. And then, like Chan said, by October, maybe give him another single, another blockbuster single in, like, August. And by October, you're set. But the album has to hit. This is assuming we have a good album. I'll leave it up to Chance to find all the producers and stuff. But if we have a Chance, fire what's your, album, Chance, I'm cool what's, your with him final, being quiet. what's your final sound of the debut project, ideal feature list, and final submission of the rollout after Vance's? I don't know. We dropping this in fall, man. So the last one was Fuck the World. It was real toxic. I think we want to. We want to kind of stick with that energy, but we want to show who Brent is as the person, man. We want to get a lens into who Brent is, you know, outside just to fuck the world, the, the bitches. We in the UK and shit. Like, we want to show Brent, you know, he hurt. Like, you know, we want to show Brent <laughs> when he most vulnerable. And I think that's really going to help the fans connect. And then we're going we gonna to loop that in with, with a few with a few crucial features. And we're going to have, you know, we're going to have these a few of the eyeballs. Features? We're going to have some, like, some FKA twigs in there, you hear me? We're going to have some different little features in there, you hear me? Um, let me think, who else we can have on the feature? But we just, we, 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 won't, we won't kind of follow that lucky day route. We won't go mostly women with the feature. Brent don't look like he really fuck with niggas too much, so we ain't going to really have no niggas on the project, but just, just, just women. All right, and that's your final submission. Do you, are you taking Vance's request of um, no sounder tape? Or are you still going with the sounder tape in March? We still gonna we 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 still gonna go with the sounder tape. Niggas been fiending for a sounder tape. It's been a while, so we just need that to hold people over. Like, and that way, Brent can still stick to his authentic sound because I feel like the lines have been blurred between sounder and Brent Fayez, right? But we we kind of want to make a distinction, like. We really want this next project. Boy, to that be tape coming does not need party. to come out. That's a waste of time. That's fluff. So we want to do this sound tape, right? That's fluff. That's fluff. What's your final? Let him do maybe GM. four or five yeah, songs. Submit, give him the final. Let submission. him do a four or five song EP. Nothing crazy, right? Maybe fifteen minutes. This is or the so. longest pitch of all time. All right, this, that's you your know? final submission, GM Chance on that's the it. career. All right, that's it. I gotta go. C minus. I'm sorry. Um... I think you should listen to your assistant GM. I don't think us the sounder tape as and as someone who loved the last sounder tape, I think that's gonna especially with that traditional Brent sound, I think that's gonna tank the hype around your artist, confuse some new fans as to who's Sonder, how's this Brent? I can see a lot of people getting confused. I can see a lot of people like me saying I'm kinda tired of this sound, like I've been saying. Uh yeah, I think I think you should listen to your assistant GM a little more. I do like the idea of the October drop. I thought that was good. I love the idea. I love the idea of the debut album. Slightly being below average. Who is Brent? I thought that was great of like that. But the sonder tape, that brought down the grade. Can't lie to you. Real it's ones, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, and last part, that's last thing of this segment. I'll be the assistant GM of Spotify. Chance. You're my assistant, GM. Vance. Fire Joe Rogan, nigga. Let's start that, nigga. Let's not even talk about him. <laughs> you're the, get you're this the nigga outside. Joe. Matter of fact, nigga, party. if you don't get Joe Rogan off this platform, I'm quitting. I'm and weak. I'm not your assistant, GM, no more. I'm How about weak. That? That's a hilarious. How about that? So we taking Joe to... Rogan as our right, first assistant. move. Are we removing him from the, from the, from assistant the network? Assistant, GM. I just, I just want to point out 
a few of the things. Number one, we're not a profitable business. Number two, Spotify. I'm really quitting. What the hell am I getting paid, nigga? <laughs> the podcasting lane is our most profitable lane here at Spotify, and Joe Rogan is by far multiple times over the most popular podcaster in the world. I quit. All right, my assistant Jim is gone. <laughs> oh. <my. laughs> I refuse so to work con- for a company so much that condones and promotes <laughs> false information and a motherfucker who repeatedly, time and time again, has has um exhibited, right, that he is a racist. Right, he uses racial slurs. He's prejudiced, and that he doesn't value. Right, he doesn't value the integrity of his podcast. He brings on, um, people who promote these dangerous and, and racist. <laughs> and, he sounds like and, one and, of my violent journalism professors. <laughs> and violent, um, right, he's not like a white liberal. He brings on people who he brings on. You know. The alt right, he brings on people who believe in eugenics and and, 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 and race theory. And for those reasons, I'm going to resign from Spotify. <laughs> well, you know, we believe in race and theory. And not only that, I am going to short the stock because I'm betting that you motherfuckers will fail in three years' time. So I quit as GM. That's my resignation speech. Fuck Joe Rogan. Pussy bitch. All right. All right, Taj. You're stuck with an even bigger conundrum. You now have <laughs> no assistant GM. Yeah, uh, I don't know why my assistant GM quit. I was just laying out the facts. I was actually going to say. I just told you why. What you mean? I was actually going to say we should fire Joe Rogan, but I wanted to ask him what the rollout should be post firing Joe Rogan. But now I have no. <laughs> now I have no assistant GM, so I'm going to go with post firing Joe Rogan. I think we should go in. <laughs> No, you're fi- you quit. <laughs> Listen. You quit. You're done. You're done. You're I'm just going to quit on an emphatic Justin. speech. No, you quit. I'm, I'm, I have a connection done. with these three young niggas. They go to USC, man, and they got this podcast. I think it's called Unheard. And I be tuning in, you know, every week. And they make me laugh. They're funny, relatable. A crossover. <laughs> and I think we should bring them on. We should put we should put some heavy promotion behind them. Um, you know, and I I think that could be our, our new leaders. playing us podcast. <laughs> Talent scout. I co-signed my assistant GMs. Fired my quit my not your assistant GM. Uh, no, my I former assistant GMs. My former assistant GMs recommendation. We throw all hundred million dollars behind on her. That's my submission. I mean, I must say that's an A plus. Nice. Vance, you want to go with your unheard artist? Um, or sure. I could have went. I will play. Feels like yesterday. By Hala.
either of you hear about music platform hit piece last week? Anything relating to NFTs, music, stealing, copyright? I did, and I went to their website. What did you find on hit piece? Uh, by the time I got there, hit piece had been murdered <laughs> by um, other people finding out about hit piece. So it was basically a um, message that said, we hear you and we are sorry and we will work to make hit piece better. All right. Interesting. So essentially what happened last week was somebody got access to Spotify's API, which is essentially their code of all artists and songs data that goes on to Spotify. Context, context. Everybody has that access. No, I don't think so though. I don't think so. Is there is there API public? <laughs> yeah, I thought There's you have to like API is just like public. You just have to uh, go to the website, tell them what your app is going to be. Um, oh, so you do have to apply. And then they'll give you a token, and then it's not even really apply. It's basically just like, hey, I'm here. Then you go in. Damn. So yeah. Anyway, public API taken, and um, yeah, they're listing the songs. Everybody's song as an NFT, like independent artists. Basically, every independent artist out there, songs can list as an NFT, and these artists aren't connected to the NFT sale at all. This is all unauthorized, all without the artist's consent. And somebody did a deep dive on the guy who started this because a lot of people thought it was kind of just like some NFT guy, some troll, maybe some young kid that just wanted to hack a bunch of kids. But no, it's a guy named Rory Felton, and he's actually a music business like veteran. Um, he ran the Militia Group, which was a music group that was acquired by Sony Music, and he ran that for 12 years, and he was also a former Billboard 30 Under 30 exec. So he's not really this random guy, you know, he's like a really major player in the industry. And on top of that, he's like, apparently has real, like, futuristic, some might call them progressive theories about how music should go where music should be going like he published this thing on linkedin essentially like a manifesto called how to win the music industry of 2019 through 2025 and in it he basically proposes a future industry where an ai analyzes the song predetermines the quality like the performance how good the beat is how good the artists hit this line and then it uses that, runs it through a formula, and sends it to an ANR to evaluate. Basically like a gut check test in real life. And it's just, it's honestly like kind of scary. Just how... It's very doable. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's, it's likely going to happen. or it, I mean, it's probably something like it already or whatever, but he thinks it's going to be the norm or like the standard where normal ANRs will no longer have to ANR. If you're on the fence about a song, you'll just run it through this formula and it'll tell you how good the song is. And then you'll basically know, was I tripping or not by liking this song? Um, but yeah, what do y'all think about that? Do you think there's like a there's room as an industry to stop like solo lone wolves like this? Or do you think a guy like this really has the impact to take over and really start to be the you know building blocks to some really monumental shit? I think the next wave of the internet is about to get like really like scary <laughs> for creatives like i would be scared if i was a creative because like like api like that's public interfaces like everywhere anybody can access this i access this for my final project like 
you can <laughs> from my final ITP project, but and also like minting NFTs, there's like websites you could just go insert the information and you and mint PDF. it. You don't have yeah. to confirm anything. You don't have to do <laughs> anything. <laughs> like so, he was basically able to still like so much of Spotify, like people who have just distributed their shit through Spotify. And I was reading like people's like horror stories. They were like, I thought it was my maybe I signed away consent through my distributor. So I went and read through the privacy terms and agreements and I didn't. It's like, nah, your shit's just there for anybody to grab. And he did. And it's like there's literally nothing stopping him from doing it again. And it's also the thing, like he responded, he responded to people's pull down requests, like, okay, I'll pull it down. But like you said, there's nothing stopping him from like the whole beginning of the movement. Like if you reach out to him, then sure, he'll take it down. But there's really nothing from him, nothing stopping him. Just imagine how many niggas did not reach out to him, like didn't reach out to him or the niggas he's already made money off of. Like if he's pulling it down so easily, he's already made a good amount of money from doing it. (laughs) Hold on. Let me continue into this thread on Twitter about the dude, bro. Because like essentially he's had he does events for this company like he'll do live experiential marketing events for this company and like have showcases and like demo the app i guess and like mint an nft there and then have people perform and he'll have like decently notable people like i don't know jada kiss and fucking random styles p trinidad james murder beats buster rhymes so it's like he's not you know, this is still like this is this is like fire festival level. Like it's not like this yeah, little he's got funding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got funding behind this shit. So, yeah, I don't know. You're right though. If people are funding it, then it's definitely a lane for it. It's proof of concept, all that shit. It wasn't funny, but it was funny because it was like everybody was like, "How do you do it?" Exactly. Like, Your stuff has always been right. It's there. all public. <laughs> it's there it for the was <laughs> Long story short, folks, the world is coming to an end. Get your affairs in order. Say your motherfucking prayers. Well, the main, the main, we will the not main be story, here long. The main story is just understand that the tech companies run everything. You know, they hold the keys to everything. They control what is access, what is privacy. They control what is surveillance, what is safety, what is all this shit. What are terms? What are conditions? Tech companies control it all. I don't know when it started happening, but it's definitely happening. Uh. When Google started, shifted their business model from, what were they doing? They didn't even have a business model at first, but when Google made uh, data their business model, that's probably when it happened. Like ads and shit. Let's just urge the listeners to be more digitally literate, folks. Know what you're getting into. Read the terms and conditions. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Nigga said read the terms and conditions. (laughs) You can read the terms and conditions, read the most fucked up shit ever, and then be like, I want to actually use Siri for something. So back to my back to my first point. The world is coming to the end, folks. Get your affairs in order. Say your prayers. All right, let's review some singles. Then get out of here. Weezy out of Pusha T, Diet Coke. How do we? Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. This the only nigga I want here. That's over forty years old rapping about coke anymore. All you other niggas, I don't want here no more. Shut up. Pusha T singles good. Super solid. Good bars. I was a little disappointed Ye wasn't on the song. That's how they kind of sold it. He was in the video. And I think he might have produced on it with 88 keys. But solid song. Good bars. I'm excited for the Push Project. Even though it's hella delayed. We were supposed to get this like a year and a half ago. But whatever. Yeah, I'm also excited. I don't know why him and Kanye are doing a rollout at the same time. But I guess they're not on the same label anymore. 
but yet they're still very close in proximity. I don't know. It's still weird. What label can you No, Push just uh well Kanye's still on good music. I don't know. I just saw something that Kanye I Push did, got like I his master. I don't know. Yeah. He's like free from good music. I don't know what happened. But I did see that. He like Kanye gave Push his masters back. Yeah, some shit like that. Alright, next single, Nicki Minaj, Lil Baby, Do We Have a Problem? Shout out to all the bad bitches, male and female. This was for y'all. Um, it's a fact. It's a hot record. When I turned it on, it's not what I was expecting at all. At all. It's a cool record, but it's an unnecessary record. Stop. How's it unnecessary? How's Nikki has been gone. And she came back with two little Baby singles back-to-back weeks. It's very I was necessary. Gonna, I had a question about that, but... Is she using was, baby to get hot? Yeah. Yes. I, and I'll say, oh, like, why so shamelessly? <laughs> I mean, because it's just like, nigga, we got two in the tuck. I'm not about to hide it. We and got then why, if you had two, why did she, like, drag this one so much? Like, I think this song could have ended at two minutes and 40 seconds. Then Nicki Minaj comes back on and does another verse and then starts laughing <laughs> for, like, 10 seconds. I'm like, you know you have a hit. Why are you, like, dragging it so much? But Maybe they need song. to hit that. They needed to hit a fucking... Label told Do we have a problem? Coming at 245. Do we have a problem? You didn't even answer the question. You just went silent. Uh, last single. YG J Cole Money Bag Yo Scared Money. Terrible. I told y'all Money Bag Yo was that was that nah, was that it, guy. They were all bad. The this was a yo, bad. This was a this was a bad single. Just don't listen. The Money Bag Yo. I told Taj the first bar says something 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 about breaking out like Zion did throughout the shoe. Did on the Nike shoe. I was like, bro, this is the worst way to start a verse of all time. Like, ah, I guess money bag, yo. The rest of the verse got better. It did, but that was the final marker when I knew the song was terrible. Nah, yeah, this money was bag, actually it, it, an unnecessary song. No point. No point. I mean, I'm assuming YG has an album coming out, but I think yeah, that's YG the point. definitely Jesus. tried to get his shit Christ, off. no, Jesus, no, no, no. <laughs> What the, insert that Michael Scott meme. <laughs> yeah, money. YG, go back to go back to Krypton or whatever. That, what he is a blood. Now he was prison Mike. And that's YG needs to get an acting career or something. Stop making music, nigga. You don't he's hear determined that to get jumped by YG. For real, you just. I'm not scared so him. much. <laughs> All right, okay. we kill us. All right. Uh, that's it. Uh, any last words? Last um, words, man. Say your oh, prayers. upcoming upcoming music, real quick. We got Omar Apollo debut album Ivory comes out. I think he said April. I'm excited, uh, but I feel like they've made yo corny by now. I don't want to hear him anymore. Yeah, I just feel like his music corny now. I don't know. I mean, I don't I haven't heard his music lately, but I just got the vibe that it was getting heading towards a corny direction. So if it's corny, I won't be surprised, but. I used to did re- I used to really like Omar Apollo, so I'm excited. I'm excited. For the album. I'm also excited. He's really talented. We'll see what happens. Debut project. Uh, Dirk says he's dropping same day as Kanye, February 22nd. The fact that Kanye still is used as marketing pull for other artists <clears throat> in 2022 is just something. He's doing whatever he can to make sure he stay relevant. He pulled us into his his feud with with his with his ex wife. He been flaunting around this um this fucking chick, bro. Dude, we weren't even talking about Kanye. We were talking about Dirk. <laughs> yeah, what? It's nasty. In All any right. case, man, 
Thank y'all for tapping into the pod, man. We appreciate you if you're listening this far. You'll get to hear my unheard, which is going to be the best unheard on the pod. Appreciate y'all, man. Love y'all. Last words, fellas. That's what Taj just asked us. You just said the last word. Well, then I asked you again. So, and and with all that said, man, I'm going to play uh, my unheard artist. His name's Safe. All his project, um, is all his project, um, <laughs> Get Home Safe. Song by my side featuring, you know, the one, the only, uh, the chosen one, Cash Page. I heard out. Peace. You've been doing me wrong. Still you that I need. I've been less involved. I'm just trying to feel free. Had to relocate. Had to stop being fake. I'll never fall, never change on oh, my bro. They know how I roll. Free my bro, mama needs you home. Stand by my side, I don't wanna die young. Show me the signs, I'm just trying to find love. I roll the dice, I don't wanna I'll be waiting for you. But supposedly you're over me. Stand by my side, I don't wanna die young. Show me the signs, I'm just trying to find love. Podcast over, dog.